Hi there. Thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by Matt, the Mortgage Guy, a California mortgage broker and real estate investor with your interest in mind. For good, honest advice and any of your residential financing needs, go ahead and shoot him a message at matt at themortgageguy.com or feel free to text him directly at 916-529-7600. Remember, when you're ready to apply, call Matt, the Mortgage Guy. And just so you know, for one rental at a time fans, he is waiving his $6.95 processing fee. Take care. Hey everyone, how you doing today? I have a returning guest. Quite frankly, he is a celebrity. He is a CNBC celebrity, millennial money and other things. He's done a cheap challenge with Graham Stephan and his uh, girlfriend. So let's welcome Todd Baldwin to the show. How you doing, buddy? Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. I know I've been blowing you up and just coming on here like I think this is three times now. So I appreciate your time. You definitely inflate my ego by calling me a celebrity. So I, uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta make sure I don't get too, uh, too hot headed because uh, you are the man. Uh, I aspire to be like you one day. So thanks for having me on. You are killing it. And uh, I wanted to get your advice on some taxes because nobody wants to pay taxes. So yeah. here, here we are. <laughs> yeah, well, again, I will give you my experience. Uh, your wife's a CPA. I am not, never took the test. Uh, I've been in real estate 20 years. It was a high income earner. So uh, I certainly can repeat what I've done historically. And, uh, you know, we'll see where we go from here. Yeah. And so let me give you some background real quick. So we are going to have, and I say we, because it's me and my wife, mm -hmm. a tax liability of around $360,000. Oh, now. I know. I know. It feels so bad for you. <laughs> it's uh it's first world problems because yeah. it's like we're blessed that we made enough money to be, you know, to have to pay that in taxes. Mm -hmm. We could have avoided that tax liability had we done a 1031 exchange or opportunity zone. That's not lost on me. Um I just didn't find the right deals to put them together that made sense to do that 1031 um yeah. to, to you know to get rid of all of it. So basically that tax liability, it's all um, derived from capital gains. Okay. And I have been incredibly hard pressed to find any sort of loopholes to reduce the tax liability from capital gains. Like I, I, as far as I know, I can't contribute to a SEP to reduce my liability by the 50,000 because that would have to be from earned income and capital gains is not earned income. And so I'm trying to look at all the different things. I found two things that might work and my wife is having a fit about it because, well, because it's ridiculous. One is I saw that with capital gains, you can offset it if you buy aircraft for your business. <laughs> so I could buy a helicopter. Wow. Um, the other thing that I found is, um, which you probably know already um, and know more about it than I do at least, is it looks like you can take bonus depreciation on a vehicle for your business as long as it has a weight range of 60,000 or sorry, 6,000. 6, yeah, 6, um, and then it sounds like you can use that to reduce capital gains tax liability. And uh, you could take 100% bonus depreciation in year one. So in theory, I could go out and I could buy a Ford F-150 or a G-Wagon or whatever. And I'm not even a flashy guy. I don't even want a car, but I just don't want to pay. Here's the deal. 2020 was a shit show. Yep. And our government did not do a good job in any part of it. So I feel like I don't want to fork over $350,000 to our government who's going to mess it up. 
because they're not good stewards of money. If like, if my weird uncle who was not good with money asked me for 300 grand, I'd be like, dude, no. And I feel like my government right now is the weird uncle who's bad with money. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. So a, a couple of things. So first off, I didn't even know about the helicopter. That That's a new one on me or tra- like transportation. So that I didn't know about that one. I know about the car, 6,000 pound weight limit, hence all the G wagons and, you know, four F 150s coming out. And yeah, bonus depreciation. The other thing you could do, and I don't know if it's too late given we're actually in January. I know a lot of real estate investors, what they did is even if they had a 1031 that they couldn't get done or it blew up, some of them, frankly, I think did a bad deal at the end of the year because you can go in and take a lot of year one depreciation, right? Do cost segregation and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So you, again, I don't, you have to check with your CPA if, if, if the deadline's December 31st or maybe the dis- deadline's uh, April 15th, I don't know. Um, but that would be the only other thing that I was thinking of. Uh, but, I'll, but let's talk about this car thing because I get it. But realize, let's just say you're going to buy a $100,000 car. Mm-hmm. You essentially get a 30% discount, right? A right. Second, right. And if, if it's a car you've always wanted, it's awesome. Like if you want a G-Wagon, those fancy freaking Mercedes cars, awesome. You get a 30% discount, maybe 35%. But just to buy one, to buy one, you still, you're still out 70 cents, right? Yes. Right. So it's, it's, that's always something that's bothered me a little bit. And I only, and I say that because I have friends in Fresno that, that had an okay year and they made, you know, they made like 40 grand or whatever in their real estate business. And they've all gone out and bought 50, $60,000 cars. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You, you, you've taken away all of your momentum. You've got to do it all over again. And who knows what 2021 is going to be? Your case is a little different, bigger numbers. Um, but yeah, I, I've never, I've never wanted to go spend 70 cents to get 30 cents back. Just... Right. No, I, that makes so much sense. It, and I'm not even, I don't need a G wagon. I certainly don't need a G wagon. The only thing that I was thinking about the Ford F-150 and yeah. because it, it does the 6,000 pounds is yeah. eventually my wife and I want to live on the lake. And when we live on the lake, we're going to have a boat and we're going to have to tow the boat. So my thought is, well, if define we're going to eventually buy, define eventually, probably in the next two to three years. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. So you're still useful life. It, just, it hasn't gone through, you know, five iterations by then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could get behind that. Right. You're, you're getting a 30% off on something you would have to buy anyway. That's the key bonus depreciation. I think is going to go away of the Dodo bird. So yeah, I could get yeah. that. So my understanding of it, and I could be wrong, but the bonus depreciation for this vehicle um, loophole, I guess we'll call it, is that starts to phase out in either 2023 or 2024. I think so it's, my thought. Yeah. I think it actually starts to phase out next year. I think it goes from hundred oh. percent to 80% to 60 to 40 to 20. I think it's done by 25 or 26. Got it. Okay. So then my thought is this, like if we're, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. my, I'm getting over being, uh, having a cold, but if we're going to be <clears throat> again, I'll, I'll use my, my Grogu. I'll get the tea. <laughs> oh, look at that guy. He's cool. Baby Yoda. Um, but if we're going to be living on the lake eventually anyway, meaning yeah. like in two to three years, we're going to get a truck when we do that. Yeah. Does it make sense to buy the truck now potentially and mm-hmm. save myself 
$20,000 in taxes. And again, I know it's buying a $60,000 truck to save yeah. 20 grand in taxes. No, Mathematically, it's stupid. But if we're going to get the truck anyway, yeah. is, does it make sense to get it in this year? I think it does make sense. Um, again, as long as it was two years or less, two or three years or less, it makes sense. If you would have said five or 10 years, I'd be like, you're a fool. I mean, it'll, <laughs> it'll fall apart by then. The only other thing right. I, I have to think of given you live in Seattle is, do you have a place to st- I don't know, store it or park it, right? Those are big vehicles. And I know some cities are pretty crammed and it would be, it'd be just a problem storing it. Yes. So luckily I live in a duplex right now and um, my garage, it's a huge, it's technically what it is, is it's an oversized two car garage, Mm -hmm. but I could fit probably two and a half compact cars if you line them up. So put, so parking a truck in there would be no problem. We wouldn't get the boat until we're actually living on the lake. Um, and then we, you know, we would figure that out then probably get like a boathouse for it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, is it other than the vehicle thing, which may or may not make sense? Are you aware of any other tax shelter accounts that can offset a liability from capital gains? I just don't know of any. No, I, and unfortunately there, no, I'm not aware of any, I don't know of any that got sunset. Um, yeah, the only other one was that you could have bought apartments or buildings, done cost segregation and pulled forward a bunch of depreciation there. But mm-hmm. I, I do want to give you kudos for something because I have seen too many people over 20 years, frankly, do a bad 1031 exchange, mm-hmm. right? They, so, they sold a property that was performing, maybe not to their expectation, had a bunch of equity. They sat on it, the, t- the clock got ahead of them and they just did a deal because they were afraid of paying taxes. Mm-hmm. And then they signed up for a deal that, was they needed too much money to invest and they ended up losing it. I mean, I, that's just sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I want to give you some kudos for going, you know what, there's no deal. I'll, you know, I'll pay the taxes if I have to, I'll, I'll try to figure out a way around it. But uh, that's, that's, that's pretty good, man. Not, not many people your age would do that. They, they get enamored by the 1031 and they would just frankly do a bad deal. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it goes back to the truck thing, right? Like it doesn't make sense to go buy something for crazy expensive. As you said, pay 70 cents to to save 30 cents. At that point, you're stepping over dollars to save pennies. And it's like, what's the point? And I didn't find the right deal. So we're like, okay. I wish more people would hear that, right? (laughs) You are spending 70 cents to get 30. I'll just keep, I mean, I'm in, I'm in cash building mode because I see opportunities coming, right? Um, Yes. So I, I mean, for me, you know, I could do the same thing, but I don't need one of those, right? I don't need a 6,000 pound vehicle. I would have no place right. to put it. I have a two, you know, I have a two car garage condo. I got no place to put it. Um, so I'm, I would just stack the 70 cents, right? Cause again, I think there's opportunities. I even think Seattle is going to have some opportunities coming. Maybe it's a couple of years out, but uh, I think Seattle's stretched, man. Yeah, I agree. You know, I know a lot of YouTubers right now are saying the real estate market's going to crash in 2021. I don't believe it will, but I believe a crash is coming. I don't yeah. think it's happening this year. Um, but we're certainly, I mean, yeah, it's well, it's funny. And here's the thing. I mean, and I think you can probably relate to this. I am not a YouTuber. I am a real estate guy who happened to start a YouTube channel teaching stuff that I know. Yeah. And you, I would say is the same thing. You Absolutely. are a real estate guy. You and I, we were wealthy way before getting in front of a camera. Yeah. I, and a lot of these YouTubers don't actually know shit about real estate and are telling everyone that the rock is going to crash in the next three months and they're wrong. Oh, and- they're, they're so wrong. I, I've done so many videos calling these jockeys out. There is 0% chance the market crashes 30 or 40%. Zero. And oh, yeah. by the way, if Biden gets his extension on 
moratoriums and foreclosures, it might not crash in 2022. Right. Because I mean, people don't realize is the average, actually, this is a question for you because you're pretty good. Do you know what the average time frame to foreclose on a California house was in the last crash? Oh gosh, I have no idea. 770 days. Do you know what the average time frame to, to foreclose on a Las Vegas home was in the last crash? No idea. 1400 days. Wow. So do the math. That's almost two <laughs> years. That's two years from your first missed payment. Actually, right. no, wait, that's two years from the NOD. So that's actually like two years and three months. Right. So folks, right. to think that you're going to have a crash just suddenly come out of nowhere because there's 3 million homes in forbearance is lunacy. It's mathematically impossible. And if they extend it from March to September, it's now we're talking 2023 or 24. I do think there's a hangover. I do think there's a slowdown. For me, it's when interest rates get north of 4%, 30 years. Mm -hmm. Because what we need to have happen is owner occupants to be more, less affordable. Like I talk in my book, right? Affordability is my governor. Right mm -hmm. now, my market's a 48, maybe it's a 47, 46. I don't even get nervous until it's 20. Right. It's just, I mean, two things can happen. Interest rates could go up, which they've ticked up here in the last 10 days, or prices will go up and it'll probably be both. So I'm, I'm, it's, it's not going to crash in 2021. Hotels, yeah. crash. Uh, you know, retail, crash. But not single family homes, not, po not possible. Right. No, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of... Um... Well, there, there are some things that will get clicks, right? I mean, if uh, if people go out there and say the real estate market's going to crash in 2021, so that means everybody sell your home and buy Bitcoin instead, that'll get some clicks. Um, unfortunately, <clears throat> a lot of people will lose their pants. But yeah, well, you know, I always, I always learn something when I come on your channel. So I really appreciate it. I do think you're absolutely right. I mean, Biden does want to extend the eviction moratorium, I think through September of this year. Um, also, something that no one's excited about, well, guys like us aren't excited about, I think he also wants to boost the capital gains tax rate from like 20% to almost 40%. So Ordinary income, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, there, there's some stuff that will be coming down the pipeline that is interesting to say the least, but I really appreciate your advice here. I'm going to really think about whether or not it makes sense to buy a truck. I mean, I, I still drive an 11-year-old Ford Focus with 180,000 miles on it, so I'm not... I, I'm just not that guy to go out and buy an expensive car, yeah, especially what, what I would tell you to do. What this is what I would tell you to do because right now you're kind of, and I get it, right? You're 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 angled on saving taxes. Mm -hmm. But I would tell you to evaluate, right? Do that, make yourself feel better, but then ask yourself, what could I do with seventy grand? Meaning buying assets. Mm -hmm. That's the trade off you're making, mm -hmm. right? You're you're basically taking seventy grand that you can't deploy elsewhere. Yes. That's the question I would ask. And my suspicion is you could turn that 70 grand into something. And, and you know, that's what I think. But again, ask yourself the question. That's exactly what I'd ask. And for the most, most of the time, it would mean I wouldn't have a truck, but you know, you're going to yeah. have a lake house soon and maybe it makes sense. No, so you're, you're absolutely right. You know, when, it, when I go back to 70 grand, I, my third deal, I had to put a $65,000 down payment. It produces $96,000 a year in gross income. 50 grand of that is profit. So my 70 grand, instead of saving me 20,000 in, in taxes, could be getting me another 50 grand or so per year in passive income. So, all right, now, now that I'm saying it out loud, God, I was an idiot for thinking about <laughs> <a truck. laughs> Well, there you go. Sometimes you just got to talk to a friend and I'm always here for you. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks again for your time. I really appreciate it. You got it, brother. Take care.